Hey, I'm Scott. And I'm Chris. And this is Doxologic, where we help you think with your Bible. Well, welcome back to another episode of Doxologic, and this being a bonus episode of Doxologic. Really excited to get into some uh, good material, but first let me just say hello to Scott. Hi, Chris. What's up, my brother? How it's are you doing? It's great to be with you again, as and always. Also with another brother, another pastor, Pastor Stu, the European, I mean, no, no, the Englishman. No, no, I had no, to get it out no, there quickly. No, no, <laughs> I don't even. Why, why is that so important? Well, we could talk about Brexit for one thing, but um, no, you got I got to claim my stake that I'm English, not European. Like, <laughs> Scott, several weeks yes. ago, talking about something related to alcohol on a mailbag question, mentioned Stu as a European, and I came yes, to your you aid. Did. I did. Thank me. you. I said, that's I'm why we sure removed you from the next Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> he's English, folks. But uh, Stu, you are here and we're here uh, to talk about our um, Doxa Church, our disciple making workshop that's coming up. And there's a lot to uh, unfold about that. It's our first time doing it. Um, and so we want to highlight this as an important event for a church coming up in the fall. Uh, when is it? And uh, get us kicked off with just like why you came to uh, maybe actually how. Uh, you came to see this as a needed thing. Yeah, so it's coming up on October 7th and 8th. It's a Friday evening and Saturday um, all day. Um, and the why is we, as small group leaders, uh, or I gathered the small group leaders twice a year, um, and we wanted to be able to drive in at the importance of um, to make disciples. We need to be have the gospel at the center of that and need to be on the same page. Um, uh, with understanding what gospel fluency looks like in order to make disciples. And um, we did a series um, just a couple months ago um, after Easter on what the gospel is and we being able to expand that to be able to go, okay, if, if we're truly going to make disciples, then we need to make sure that we don't just intellectually know what the gospel is, but it's actually driven um, to our hearts and actually um, forms and shapes um, how we live as Christians. Um, and so we as an adult ministry team went through um, a book called Gospel Fluency um, and then thinking between that as well as the training and going, man, what happens if this wasn't just um, small group leaders that we were, were talking through this and equipping our leaders on this? So Pastor Isaac and I started talking as um, him and I work closely together of, of what's um, discipleship looks like in the adult ministry. And he oversees well. our biblical counseling. Yeah, that's ministry. right. Um, and then we started thinking beyond that and going, well, what about, what about student small groups? And what about um, those that teach with Vindoxa Kids? And what about our prayer team? And all these different ministry areas that then led us to have a conversation with you and then ex things expanded and we invited people in. And what happens if we actually did a training and equipping all the leaders across Doxa um, with the same intent and purpose and going, what happens if we're all on, um, not that we're not on the same page, but if we're just running along the same track with the same tools yeah. um, and we're speaking the same language. And that's what led us to the place, actually creating the um, disciple making workshop that we're going to have in October. 
Yeah, and it's really, you know, it was it was sweet to watch it pretty naturally uh, unfold from an initial concept for the small group leaders in the fall, which is one of the two training times you do, to the conversations like that, that is a lot bigger than only what small groups need. It's right. something that a whole church needs. And so we are, um, you know, recruiting a, a lot of leaders, uh, to your point about who you just listed off, um, and, and then beyond that, we want to make it available to as many people as would be interested in coming because it isn't just for a small group leader to know and understand how sweet it is having led a small group for, for seven years when you have got a moment that needs uh, pastoral care, that just needs, it's, it's, ministry, it's a ministry moment in your small group and someone else in the group is also prepared. Yeah. Someone else has received either some training or has at, at least the maturity and the theological understanding to really minister. And it's not just all eyes on you, small group leader. Right. Multiple people in the group being able to do that is really, really important. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, because if we look at Ephesians 4, it says equip the saints. It doesn't say only equip these group of people um, for the work of the ministry. So no, if you're a saint, we want to equip everyone. Um, and so this... This workshop is an opportunity maybe specifically for the current leaders that we have right now, but not limited if if someone is interested in leadership or they over the next couple of months they're going to step into a leadership role, then we want to start with our leaders and so that it can filter out um, from that space. And it's such an accessible kind of centerpiece in the gospel, obviously, that I can see the idea in it of itself, having started in a small select group and then realizing this is the foundation of how any disciple is made in any different context. So leaders can be involved, but now you're opening it up to mm-hmm. everybody else. I think of Ephesians 4. I also think of Ephesians 2. How are people going to get ready for these good works that God's prepared beforehand that they might walk in them without a deep understanding of the gospel and how yes. it flushes out in your own life? Yeah. How do you how do you use the gospel to, um, to grow as a believer? And then how do you get the gospel into others in a way that they might grow and mature into a greater Christ-likeness from one degree of glory to the next? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Now, uh, Stu, you were pretty uh, adamant about this, not just being a conference, but a workshop. Tease that, uh, tease that those two words out and why we want this to be a workshop. Yeah, and not not that conferences are bad, sure. but a lot of times when I've experienced them, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm con- consuming content, and the content can be really good, um, but we don't want this to be something that someone just sits there and they're listening to a whole bunch of things, but they're actually listening and also practicing at the same time. So that's why I chose the words workshop, because it, it does, it, it gives that idea that it's going to be heavily interactive and a lot of discussion questions and activities around table, around like-minded people. Like this is for our church. It's not like a conference is typically, or like let's try and bring people from the outside in and let's try and grab people from different churches in the area. But no, this is the, a workshop, a building up of the saints with inside of, of Doxa. And so, again, that heavily piece on being interactive, discussion roundtables and questions and, and activities, and not just being able to listen to something and then to be able to maybe just walk away from that. Um, but no, actually, let's listen and put into practice and so that you can continue to move on from that weekend and continue to put into practice in the different ministry areas that people are involved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the, the worship room co- 
very much transformed. Right. We're, we're renting lots of circular tables for this reason that you'll be uh, sitting at those tables. Yes, there will be some sessions. We'll talk about some of the content that's coming up, but it really is going to be driven to now get together. Many of you are leaders, not everybody, but many of you are leaders and, are, and you cho chose to be here. And so now turn, turn in to the table and, and flesh this out, talk yeah. this through. It's going to be really neat to see what, what we hope will be about 300 people. Um, that that's our capacity given what we're doing to the room. Um, it's just going to be awesome actually to see yeah. that transformed and, and yeah, and do that. Well, um, when, when it comes to, uh, what you're hoping people Stu, will, um, kind of walk away with maybe after the conference, I almost said conference, uh, <laughs> after all that explanation, <laughs> after the yes. workshop, that is yes. not a conference. Um, you know, uh, when, when someone, someone's hearing this and they're just considering it, they heard your announcement, maybe, it, um, which happened to be just two days ago, but whenever folks are listening to this recently, you made the announcement, they're considering it. Um, what would be your pitch to someone who's not in a formal leadership capacity just still like say you you still would benefit greatly from this yeah well the, the mission of the church um for for us we say is to glorify god um, by making disciples and that's not just limited to doxa that's every church is that we are called to make disciples we're to be disciple makers but that that word disciple discipleship the disciple making is taken on so many different forms um even when we say the gospel you may go to another church and they may say the gospel differently and, and water it down or whatever it may be, um, they weaken it. And, and so there's so much um, disciple can be such a, a buzzword or someone just grabs a hold of it, but it, but it can lack meaning. Um, and so for us to, to be so purposeful to go, hey, we're going to equip, um, biblically equip you in how to make disciples, um, that is the mission for everyone. That's not limited to a pastor, elder, someone that works at a church or someone in a leadership position is like, no, we're all called and um, told to be a part of that work that God wants to, to work in and through us. And so whether someone is in a leadership position or not or desires that, it's the work of all of us. To be a Christian is to be a disciple maker. Um, and so this is an opportunity collectively together as a whole church that we can come together and take Ephesians 4, seriously, and other passages, Matthew 28, like the typical well-known ones to go, actually, we're going to equip you and give you the tools to be able to do so. And so when I even think of like, um, I'm a Christian and I was saved through the gospel onto Jesus Christ, but does that enable or help me know how to go share the gospel with someone else? Or when I'm in a relationship, friendship, in a conversation with a, with a brother, and I need to call them to Jesus through the gospel. Am I, do I just instantly know how to do that? Um, definitely the spirit can work through that in that moment. But often of times we need the tools and the equipping um, of the church, the, the local church to come alongside and help us um, in order to do, be able to do in those different situations. And so we take our mission seriously. And so if that's the case, then we need to be, um, equipping and I, this is just one opportunity. It's not the only opportunity sure. and it's not the only way that we do it. Um, quite clearly as people know our church, um, but it is a way that we can get everyone together at, at the same time, same time. And so whether someone is in a position or not, um, the fact that you can be equipped 
um, with some tools in how to make disciples, then that should be um, an encouragement to come along and participate yeah. in that weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's very good, man. I appreciate you fleshing that out. I think that that book, Gospel Fluency, um, have you picked that up yet? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, pretty uh, Jeff Vanderstelt, if yeah. I said that correctly. Yeah, yeah. yeah several years ago, right? Uh, yes. He's up in Washington? Yes. Right? Not okay. anymore, but yes. He may still live there. He was at a church in okay. Washington. Now he's with the parachurch. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. But this Gospel Fluency book, as our adult ministries team of, uh, well, six at the time, um, went through that. It was very revealing the way in which we... Uh, <laughs> at any point in the day, can deviate from the gospel, right. deviate from grace, slip back into a works-based mindset, uh, or or just frankly be unbelieving still in a number of ways. And yep. we need to be trained to uh, discern. And, and what I what I like about how this has become an entire church, um, uh, well, you know, across our church's ministries, um, is that as I've grown in counseling, I've become a different type of listener, and it requires that you would do the work in your own heart to be able to also hear um, what people are saying. And when you've got a cue from someone that, that there's just frankly unbelief in their heart, right. um, and there or there's just frankly a, a fear going on there. There is a there is a sin that they aren't ready yet, or maybe even frankly cognizant of that is a sin issue and and, I, and you're trying to learn how to listen so that you can counsel them using these tools using the gospel so that it gets in you all the more so that it gets out of you yeah. as well yeah 100 yeah and just even for, for myself like there's, there's areas in my life and someone could look at all of us if we sit around the table and go well your pastors like surely like you are you know this level, if if they're through a mind frame, uh, frame that they're they're thinking through, but no, we're brothers. We we need the gospel just as much as anyone else. Like, and and that's why I'm I'm super thankful that each week when whether it's one of you teaching, predominantly you, Scott, the gospel's always coming out in in the messages because it isn't just for the unbeliever. I think of Romans 1, 16, where it's the power onto salvation and my sanctification, my transformation being conformed to the image of Christ is done through the gospel. And so if the gospel is not being preached to me regularly and spoken to me in the, in the daily, everyday life of being in relationships with people, I'm going to become like like forgetful of it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where unbelief really can settle in. And when that is exposed, the, the lack of trust in, in his words or um, a lack of um, belief in the sufficiency of his work, then, then of, of course, like th- that's where my unbelief is exposed. And the, the way to combat that has to be with the truth. And that's where the gospel has to get inside of us. And so we're going to make disciples, then the gospel has to be at the center um, points of that. Otherwise, what are we making disciples of, or who are we making disciples into? Be if if it's not the gospel, then it definitely isn't Jesus, because Jesus is at the center of the gospel, and so that's why the gospel and disciple making go hand in hand. You don't have them separate; they are absolutely together, um, and that gives another reason why I'm excited for this time in October for for some of the things that we're talking about here to to be fleshed out. Yeah, but I need to be encouraged in the gospel. Yeah, it's good, man. Let's get specific. Uh, we're talking about the gospel. We're talking about the workshop. Give the folks listening um, 
some flavor of what's going to be walked through. What are some of the emphases that we've got a variety of pastors participating in this, again, to the point of it really stretching across our entire church. So what are, what are they um, going to be experiencing Friday night and then Saturday from about 9 to 4? Yeah, um, as, as you said, we've got five of our own pastors um, teaching the different sessions and, and breakouts um, for the weekend, and we're going to see a theme here in, in the topics, but the first one is the gospel. If, if we're, again, if we're going to make this disciples, we need to have a plain understanding of what the gospel is, and so that's the first place. And um, So Friday night is going to be a session on the gospel, and again, interactive discussion around tables after that, and then um, gospel fluency. What does it mean to actually understand the gospel where it's coming out of us as a fluent language? And so that we are speaking the same language when we are ministering to, to everyone within our church. Um, and then, so that's Friday night. And then Saturday from nine to, to four, so pretty much the whole day, um, we're going to have a couple of other sessions. Um, the gospel in me, um, as long, along with the gospel with us as a church. And so first of all, how is it in me? And then how is it fleshed out? What does it look like to be demonstrated together as, as a church? Right smack in the middle of that, we'll have a break for lunch. And also Pastor Ben is going to lead us in, the, in a time of scripture-led prayer and worship. Kind of a, what we're calling like a sailor moment in the middle of the whole weekend, pausing and reflecting on who God is and what he is doing on that weekend, um, as well as being able to look forward to the to the rest of the time on on a Saturday and just have a moment to pause. And that's a very, I think, going to be a strategic time and also purposeful that God's going to, I'm looking forward to what he's going to, how he's going to use that time. And then after that, um, you, we're, we're actually in between both of those in the morning and afternoon, we have two different breakouts, one on gospel-centered leadership and gospel-centered care. Um, and then wrapping up the whole weekend by talking about the gospel and disciple making and how those two do go hand in hand together. That's a full weekend. It's good stuff, though. Yeah. Well yeah. worth your time. Yeah. Appreciate the simplicity, the clarity, and there's really an urgency in it as well. We got to get on this. You know, um, your time here on earth is short. Um, as has been said, hell is hot. Hmm. And there is work to be done. And so let's spend the remaining moments of our lives that we don't know what those are. Um, but the Lord does. And the Lord has appointed that day for us. And until that day, let it be everyone's greatest pursuit as believers, especially at Doxa Church, to say, how can I invest in knowing the gospel more? That the gospel might be known through me more. Mm-hmm. That more people, excuse me might come to faith in Jesus and grow to be an effective worker, labor in the harvest. Yeah. Amen. So practical details here, Stu, how are folks getting connected? Uh, maybe, you know, who is it for? We've kind of addressed that, but let's be really clear on that. And then how, how do folks get connected to this? Yeah, again, if, if you're a leader currently in a Doxa ministry, you would have gotten an email already, like an invite within your emails and check your inbox. If, if you did not, you can reach out to your ministry leads. Um, but if you're um, someone that aspires to leadership at Doxa or in a process of becoming a leader um, or just wants to know more about how we actually accomplish and fulfill and work on our, our mission, then ap- this is the, the kind of weekend that you want to attend. Um, and so either person um, can find the, the registration on our app or on the website, um, can go to one or the other. Um, but again, uh, maybe a point of reference is if you are a leader already, then that invites um, and that's an important link for you 
is in your inbox. And so definitely check that out. And then um, a general registration is open up on our app and on our website. And it's free. Yeah, absolutely. Did you say that already? No, I did not. Okay. That's a great point. It is free. We are trying to make it as possible as possible for you to go That's right. uh, not have a barrier in there like uh, needing to pay for this we're glad to shoulder as much as we're able uh, church wise this is a very worthy investment of a church's resources to make yes. sure they can we can do this for our people and they don't need to do anything extra by way of pay uh, so it's great that we're able to do that I'm very very thankful we've already described the schedule it's Friday evening of uh, call it you know 545 or 6 p.m. Uh, and then it's going to go till 830 and then Saturday don't Doors will open around 8.30, but then 9 to 4 with a nice long lunch break uh, in the middle of that as well. Uh, any, any, any last words, whether on the practicals or on the, uh, the motivational side to, uh, to get to this workshop? No, I just I'm, I just want to be able to express my excitement. I think I've maybe that hopefully that's coming across here in, in this moment. And there's been a lot of um, time and efforts and, and thought that has gone into this. And um, and we do do it for God's glory, and and hoping that um, that we become we grow up into Christ. I, I've done a lot of um, reading in Ephesians recently, and just th- thinking through of that. This is this is for my own maturity as well. Like it, as obviously this is for everyone collectively, but I'm just thinking about how how I'm going to mature in in this time. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited for what God is going to do in and through us as a church um, during that time and what it means for the for the the fruit of, of this for not just like in the months to come, but the years to come um, of what God and how he's going to use it. I'm, I'm just really thrilled to be a part of a church that desires this kind of ministry um, and to be able to do it alongside one another. Um, yeah. I'm very really thankful for the leaders that um, desire this as well. And so I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah. Great, man. Me too. Would encourage you to sign up if you're listening to this. Would encourage you to think through someone you might share this episode with. Uh, I know this will be a shock, but not everyone listens to Doxologic. <laughs> Wait, what? I, I know. I, I know. I just, not everyone listens. So listen, if you are a regular listener or just, you know, uh, decided to check this one out, uh, share this with someone who you think should be a leader, who's got the maturity to be a leader, but isn't stepping into that capacity. And I'm not only talking about small groups, that is going to be predominant, but absolutely any kind of leadership in our church, this will be a formative time. And so I really want to encourage um, you to share this as well and encourage more and more folks to sign up. We've got a lot of room, not unlimited room though. It is possible this fills up uh, right. given how many leaders we've already got coming. And so it encourage you to get registered soon on the app or on the website. And uh, Stu, thank you, man. You've done a lot of work to get us to this point. There's still a lot of work between now and uh, the actual event, uh, but I know that the work's being done well, and it's really neat to see uh, the shared leadership and the shared load among so many pastors of our church who are excited and um, jumping into this. So glad we could do this together. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. You've been listening to Doxologic, a podcast by Doxa Church in Rockland, California. To learn more, visit doxachurch.net.